Welcome to Dear Diary, the self-love podcast. This is your place to dive deep into personal development and self-love inspiration. Connecting you to your intuition, your body, and your higher self while unlocking and activating your confidence and inner power. Inspiring you to show up and choose you over everything that gets thrown in your way instead of listening to the limiting beliefs running around inside of your head. We will explore a variety of topics from conquering fear, letting go of doubt, self-awareness, mom guilt, trusting your intuition, along with a ton of self-care tools that I'll be sharing along the way. With solo sessions and a magnetic guest list of remarkable souls, this is my platform to empower others while using my voice to share my self-love, growth, and healing journey. I hope that this podcast serves you well and you get as much value from it as I do sharing it. So here we go. Today is day four of the five-day self-love experience. Congratulations if you've made it this far and you've listened to all of these episodes. And I really hope that the words that I speak are really landing somewhere inside of your body, somewhere inside of your mind. Because really, that's it. They're just words. They're my experiences. They're what worked for me. They're just things that I'm sharing. But like, if you really take the time to like soak them in and think about how they fit into your life, I really feel like they could be transformational for you. So I hope that you've been choosing some quiet time to really honor yourself and listen to these episodes, and let these words emanate into your soul. And with that, what the heck does it even truly mean to honor yourself? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Day four is honoring yourself. Honoring means recognizing the significance, importance, and sacredness of your own values, thoughts, beliefs, desires. There's a plethora of ways to honor yourself, and it looks different for everyone. And many of those ways might leave you feeling a little selfish, right? Might leave you feeling a little guilty, especially to you people pleasers out there listening to this, especially to us mamas who can't seem to pry ourselves away from the priorities of our life to actually take care of ourselves. So I'm going to share something with you today, and this is how I have been honoring myself lately. And it's two of the most powerful tools that we can have in our self-care tool bag. I wonder if you could guess what they are. They kind of go together like peanut butter and jelly. They're both very different from one another, and we don't use them half enough. Honoring our yeses and our nos. Mm-hmm. Saying yes to what feels good and saying no to what does not. It sounds really simple, right? (laughs) Like, yeah, duh. And it's also really complicated because how many things are you actually doing right now in your life 
that you don't really want to be doing. And yeah, I'm not talking about like, well, I don't really want to work. Well, you you have to work, right? But do you have to work at a job you hate? I don't know. Do you? Let's go through a little experiment right now. Take a deep breath and just listen to my words and see where they see what kind of journey they take you on. Do you remember what it was like to be five years old? Do you remember what it was like to trust yourself and to clearly know what you did and didn't want to do, right? I'll use my my son as an example. When he doesn't want to brush his teeth at night before he goes to bed, he lets me know loud and clear, right? When he wants to go on his iPad and just binge (laughs) the iPad, just watch YouTube for hours and hours and hours. He lets me know that's what his yes is. Do you remember what it was like to go for what you wanted without hesitation? To freely share your love and your joy and your aliveness with the world and just be you, unconditionally you. It's one of the joys and the innocence of being a child, right? They're not conditioned yet from society. This is one of the reasons why I chose to gentle parent, to sort of allow him to have some decisions. Not all of them, but but a decent amount. What happened to that? What happened to your confidence in knowing what you do or don't want? What happened to your awareness of what's really true for you? Have you ever noticed that you might actually know a lot more often than you think you do about what's true for you? but that you override that knowing with what you think you should be doing or what you think someone else will be pleased by you doing? How often have you gotten a sense or like initial reaction, an initial impression that you quickly discredit or talk talk yourself out of? I would really love to do this thing, but I shouldn't. I don't have the time. I really don't want to go to this thing, but I need to. I want to please everyone. How much convincing or justifying do you do on a regular basis when it comes to your decisions? How much overcommitting do you do just because it pains you to say no when you really fucking mean no? How many times do you stop yourself from saying yes to something that you want so badly, but you're just afraid to put yourself first? You may have a lot more clarity than you think you do. 
You may have just learned to discredit and bury it. Put other people's needs before your own. And I don't know about you, but I have talked myself in and out of so many things and situations that if I would have just stopped and really listened, really honored my knowing, listened to my gut, listened to my body, right? Our bodies speak to us when we make decisions. You know when you say yes to something if it's really a no. Like you know it in your body. What would have happened if I just stopped and listened and been more clear about my yeses and nos? I would have saved myself from a whole lot of suffering. I know that for a fact. And so my new mantra for like probably the last two years has been, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. That's it. The end. And I know that sounds harsh. And I don't always... (laughs) I don't always – I'm not always that great at it, right? It's, it's, it's a mantra. It's a work in progress. But I'm serious. If it is not a fuck yes, it's a no. And if it's an I don't know, then it's a no right now, and I'll ask again later. A lot of this had to do with the fact that in human design, I learned that I have a sacral authority, which is listening to your gut instinct honoring your yeses and nos, listening to your mm-hmm and your mm-mms, right? And guess what? Since I've been doing that, nobody died. Everybody's fine. I'm okay. I'm still here to tell you my story. And even if you have to ride a wave on it, that's okay too. But the ultimate decision of whether or not you do or don't do something, it needs to come within you. It needs to come from you, not somebody else. So often our initial clarity about a yes or a no is clouded by what we think other people will think. Or simply out of needing to just justify ourselves and what we're choosing. So what if you could just choose just for you, just for fun, no need for like explanation or justification, just choose for you exactly what you want, exactly what's true for you. How would that feel? I know right now, listening to me, like you're probably thinking of a million situations where you should have said no or you should have said yes, but what would it take for you to reclaim your yeses and your nos, to find what's true for you, not what everybody else thinks? Eckhart Tolle says that if there's a conflict between your thoughts and your feelings, The feelings are the greater truth. The feelings are the greater truth. Remember that and listen. When your body is saying no, honor that. When it really feels like a yes, honor that too. This is the biggest way you can honor yourself. 
It's such a simple thing, but it's really not, right? I already said that. <laughs> Sometimes what can deplete us the most is simply by overcommitting ourselves or saying yes to the wrong things. I know you feel that. So many of us, we just want to like help those around us. Or maybe we're good at a, a bunch of tasks, right? We're really great at multitasking. That's a whole nother topic for a whole different day. And we find ourselves saying yes, simply because that we know that we can do it, but we don't really want to do it, right? That's when we start to spread ourselves thin. We start to go on overload. Then we crash and burn. Then we become resentful. Then we have anxiety. And it's a whole thing, right? It's great to want to help others out, but we also get to check in to see whether or not we're chronically saying yes to other people's agendas without checking in with ourselves. Are you feeling me? Would you say that you tend to say yes to a lot of requests from others? Or do you have a healthy no practice in place? And it doesn't mean like saying no to everything and just being mean and putting your wall up and putting your guard down. It's like, no, it can be a healthy no, but it, it's got to be a practice that you have in place, right? You got to, you have to practice it. I'm, I've been working on this for two years. I still say yes to things that I don't want to do. Not as often. But it happens. I do not make commitments. I will say no to commitments that do not feel good in the moment. That is one thing that I definitely have gotten better with. So let's take a quick look at the top five priorities in your life. And this will add a layer of intentionality when you're about to say yes or no to something. Because a lot of the times... When someone makes a request, we just automatically respond with a yes. And then we try to figure out how we can manage it, how we can make it work, and whether or not we can fit it on our plate. But what if instead you got to a place where you could pause in between their request and your response? And then during the pause, you can assess these top five priorities to determine whether their request helps you move towards them or away from them. You picking up what I'm putting down? It's really powerful stuff. So let's get into this little experimental exercise. Okay, so grab a piece of paper and a pen or a journal to write in. And what I want you to do is write your top five priorities at the top of the page. This can be anything that feels important to you. Physical health, quality time with family, relationships, finances, spirituality, mental health, self-improvement, education, learning, hobbies, alone time, travel. Like you get the idea, right? And you can pause this as you do this, but I'm going to keep going. And now go through your calendar and make a list as to which activities 
support your top five? What activities support your top five priorities? As well as the ones that do not support your top five priorities. And then reflect. Look at your lists. What came up for you as you did this exercise? Is there an activity that doesn't support your top five priorities that you would like to commit to canceling this week? (gasps) Heaven forbid. (laughs) Right? What feelings or sensations come up for you when you think of removing this said activity that you're going to cancel? Do you feel a contraction in your body like, oh, I'm going to die? This person's going to be mad at me. This thing is going to fall apart. Or maybe does it bring you joy? Like, I didn't really need to do that thing anyway. The thing's really not as important as I thought it was. Right? And I think this goes for to-do list, too. Look at your to-do list. What can you take off of your to-do list that doesn't actually need to be done? That's not supporting these top five priorities. I know I get like dishes in the sink, like your top five priorities are not going to be, you know, they may not be keeping your house clean. So should I take the dishes off the list? Okay, maybe. But really just like check in. And, And practice like pausing after each new request and consider whether or not this moves you closer or further away from your top priorities. And maybe you need to reevaluate your top priorities from when you started this process. And then I invite you every Sunday or every Monday or whatever day feels good, scan your week for all of your scheduled activities and see which, if any, you can take off because they're not really serving you. And I get that we have commitments and priorities that we don't necessarily want to do. Zoom out. Break it down. Maybe it really is serving you and you, and you just have to do it. Like, I gotta, you just got to work, right? Like, can't take that off your list. Or could you? I don't know. You tell me. Notice how it feels, though, to free up some space in your calendar. Notice how when you say no to one thing, you're actually saying yes to something else. And that yes might be to you. These are just things to get curious about. But ultimately, the practice of saying yes to things that feel good and no to things that don't is a huge, huge practice of honoring yourself. Remember what it was like to be five years old. Remember what it was like to just trust yourself unconditionally and just know what worked and what didn't. Know what you wanted and didn't want without hesitation.
Notice that you can trust yourself just a little bit more than you thought you could. And notice where you're overcommitting. Saying yes when you really mean no. And I also hope you say yes to things that feel good more too. Your kids are going to be okay if dad watches them and you go out for a night. I promise. And remember what I said before. If there is a conflict between your thoughts and your feelings, the feelings are the greater truth. Remember that next time your body is saying no. Honor that. Set a boundary. Choose you. Honor you. Okay. I hope this message served you well. I hope this episode served you well. I hope this experience has served you well. And until next time, I'll see you around. And that is it for today's episode. I hope that these words activated and inspired something inside of you. And if they did, please share this episode with a friend or on your social media and feel free to tag me so that I can say thank you. The more people who hear these words along their path, the more we can help inspire and heal the world. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review. Trust me, your future self will thank you. Sending love and light until next time. I'll see you soon.